Sanctuary cities are out of control, dude, and Trump is having none of it. What the hell is going on? Raucous speech last night in New Jersey, the malodorous neighbor state of New York, where suspects accused of running a multi-million dollar fentanyl ring were just released without bail, with nothing. They are taking their defiance of federal immigration law to dizzying heights. Fortunately, ICE is fighting back. I know, sorry. Sorry, AOC, but they are. Plus, Chad Prather also joins us to talk about how cable news anchors are falling apart before our very eyes. John Miller, White House Brief begins right now. Deborah lost her home, not her stuff in her home, her actual home. Home title theft is one of the fastest growing white collar crimes, and it is why my friends protect their homes with home title lock. Deborah says criminals found the title to our home online and filed fraudulent documents claiming they owned it. But wait, it gets worse. Deborah says I was evicted from my own home and 85 grand in equity gone. Nobody believes you can get your home stolen this easily, and that is why you need home title lock, because no insurance or bank protects your home from title theft. First things first, go to HomeTitleLock.com and register your address to see if you're already a victim and don't know it. Then sign up to help protect the legal title to your home so you don't end up like Deborah. And to get you started, I got you 60 risk-free days of protection. Go to HomeTitleLock.com, HomeTitleLock.com, that is HomeTitleLock.com. Dot com. All right, so Trump gave a speech just outside, of, just outside of his old stomping grounds in Atlantic City to yet another packed rally in Wildwood, New Jersey, where he accurately referred to them as the kill zones as they are, these sanctuary cities. Left-wing, radical politicians support deadly sanctuary cities. And once set loose, these criminal aliens are free to continue their crime spree against innocent Americans. Right here in New Jersey, your state's Democrat leaders have instituted sanctuary policies that result in dangerous predators being set free into your community. For example, six suspected drug dealers who are accused of running a $7 million fentanyl distribution operation were released without bail under the new criminal justice law. Oh, I'm sure their hearts were in the right place, right? Sure, synthetic opioids like fentanyl killed roughly 28,000 Americans in 17, but, but drug dealing is a victimless crime, right? I mean, these poor guys, they had to turn over their passports because a number of them have connections to the Dominican Republic. But, you know, other than that, they walked free. That should make you want to vomit. But no, but no, supporters in court Wednesday waved their hands in celebration as the six suspects walked out. These anarchical policies are putting law-abiding Americans' lives in danger. And our leaders simply do not care. They are declaring all these places a sanctuary, meaning the state does not comply with detainers issued by federal immigration authorities when illegal immigrants commit crimes. A sanctuary for criminals is what it is. Just this month, an illegal immigrant from Guyana named Riaz Khan was freed 
under sanctuary law, despite a plea from the feds to hold him after he stabbed his father and is now accused of brutally murdering Maria Fuertes, a 92-year-old woman whom he threw to the ground, sexually assaulted, and then fled the scene before leaving her to die. He faces charges of second-degree murder, first-degree manslaughter, first-degree attempted rape, and first-degree sex abuse. But he told detectives, he told detectives, well, he found her lying on the ground. And he tried to help her, but he fell down. He, his belt broke, and his pants fell down, and his penis fell near her vagina. Yeah, mm-hmm. Yeah, okay, yep. Yeah, you, you, know, you know when your belt breaks and then your pants fall down? And then on top of all of that, oh, you accidentally rape a 92-year-old? What a day. I mean, what a day. It's becoming a death zone. And the worst part is, this woman Fuertes would still be alive if the city had just honored its detainer. Just ask the acting ICE director, Matthew Albans, who is fed up. Make no mistake, it is this city's sanctuary policies that are the sole reason this criminal was allowed to roam the streets freely and end an innocent woman's life. Time and time again, our efforts and our warnings of the disastrous consequences of non-cooperation and even outright interference have gone unheeded, resulting in tragedies such as this one and countless victims whose lives were forever scarred at the hands of illegal criminal aliens. Now, ICE says they lodged the detainer. They lodged the detainer request with the New York Police Department, but the NYPD had the nerve to say in a statement, oh, we did not receive the ICE detainer regarding Khan, which is really odd, really odd because uh, we've got the retainer right here. Attached is an immigration detainer, notice of action for a, sus for a subject in your custody, name Riaz Khan. So Albin sent this out from the official ICE Twitter account, which I've never seen before, calling out New York and their BS. And he wrote, quote, it is the height of hypocrisy for New York City to blame ICE for this tragic crime. The mayor and police chief have continually celebrated that they don't honor ICE detainers. And to deflect the criticism for this completely preventable murder is incredibly disingenuous and shameful. And so ICE, they're fighting back. And in fighting back, they now, they now actually now have subpoenas out to get information, not just on that guy, not just on Khan, but on multiple illegal aliens arrested in New York City, including a 26-year-old El Salvadorian accused of homicide, including a 38-year-old Mexican citizen arrested for attempted rape. But no, they say everything in New York is going great. Everything's going fine. They are celebrating their policies as a success, as a huge success. De Blasio's office saying, New York City will not change the policies that have made us the safest big city in America. And the Trump administration's attempts to exploit this tragedy are absolutely shameful. Yeah, everything's going great. Everything's going great. And you trying to clamp down on crime, well, that is just downright shameful. Everything's going great in New York. Oh, wait. Oh, wait, no. Murder rate has risen 55% in New York, according to the New York City Police Department. So that's not so good. 
And according to acting director Albans, ICE lodged 7,526 detainers of criminal aliens last year. Those accounted for 17,873 criminal convictions and 6,500 criminal charges. Put that one on for size. 200 homicides, over 500 robberies, over 1,000 sexual offenses, over 1,000 weapons offenses, over 3,500 assaults. And how many? How many of the detainers did the city of New York honor out of those? Hmm? Ten. Ten detainers were honored by New York. So what do you do? What do you do when they're only going to honor ten out of them? What does ICE have to do? Well, what they do is they resort to going to the courthouses to arrest the criminal aliens because New York won't detain them for long enough. And so when they show up to the courthouses, well, how does New York respond? How does New York respond to that? Well, they will do, because they are hell-bent, they will do whatever they can to prevent ICE from doing that. And so you got State Attorney General Tish James suing U.S. Immigration and Customs Enforcement, aiming to block agents from arresting immigrants at the courthouses. So they're working to protect these illegal immigrants. They're working to do everything they can do to cater to them, to protect them. And now they are giving illegals driver's licenses. New York law lets undocumented immigrants apply for driver's licenses, but they are blocking ICE access. So illegals are able to get driver's licenses, but then ICE can't access their criminal records. That's so ass backwards. These laws are designed to protect criminal aliens and then harm the law-abiding citizens. The law-abiding citizens who aren't even allowed to use the word illegal immigrants, you get fined in New York for that. So it is tyranny for the American citizen and yet anarchy for the criminal aliens. In New York City alone, this happens hundreds of times each month where they are just let back into the communities where they commit more crimes when, in fact, they should be transferred to ICE. So Trump is right to hit this hard at his rallies, but he also needs to put teeth into it. And so he should also start punishing sanctuary cities. I mean, remember, remember when he said he was going to bus all of the illegals to sanctuary cities? Whatever happened to that? No, these monstrosities, these monstrosities of cities need to be defunded immediately so that more innocent people aren't murdered in cold blood. What the hell is right? When Trump says what the hell is going on, he is absolutely right because it's only going to spread. It's only going to spread. You think their goal is to stop with New York City and San Francisco and Los Angeles? No, they, they want to transform the whole country. They want to go straight to red America. We've already got sanctuary cities in Iowa. We've already got sanctuary cities in Kansas, in Louisiana, in Minnesota, in Mississippi, North Carolina, in Virginia. Well, Virginia's no surprise. Virginia's no surprise now. No, defund them now, Mr. Trump. Our Constitution was never meant to serve criminals from other countries with no regard for the law who should have never been here 
in the first place. All right, I'm here with some redneck. You know, I, I'm, so, I'm supposed to be interviewing dignitaries. as I, I'm a White House correspondent, but uh, Christian Amanpour didn't get back to me. So, so we're here with Chad Prather. He hosts the podcast, The Chad Prather Show. Chad Prather, you're on the White House Brief. What's up, buddy? Johnny Miller, what's going on? It's good to be with you. In D.C., you're in the Beltway Swamp, baby. I'm down here in the sticks. Yeah, well, you look it. You got the guitar. You've got the flag. That flag's about to be banned here in D.C., so, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're down here in Texas where we can still keep it real, man. They, they, you know, we we hope, we love our Bible and our uh, and our God and our guns and all that good stuff. Yeah, n- not up here. And in fact, uh, you guys get laughed at, and CNN mocks you guys for that stuff. You know, you've got Don Lemon on CNN with uh, Richard Wilson, who was uh, Evan McMuffin's guy, and then some other yeah. random uh, Muslim American guy. And I've got a soundbite of them just mocking people like you and people who live in states like yours. The credulous boomer rube demo that backs Donald Trump um, that, that wants to think that, that, that Donald Trump's a smart one and they're oh, y'all, y'all, y'all elitists are dumb. <laughs> you, you elitists with your geography and your maps and your spelling, even though my your math and your reading. Yeah, you're reading, you know, your geography, knowing other countries. Sipping your latte. <laughs> All those lines on the map. <laughs> <laughs> Only them elitists know where Ukraine is. <laughs> Sorry, I apologize. But by, but by the way, Ukraine. Oh my God. <laughs> but, but you know what? But, but it was Rick's fault. I blame Rick. Oh but, you know, but, but in all honesty, but all, you, blame you know Rick. NPR should Why do? not? Sorry, hold on. You, wait, wait. Can yeah, I tell give you me a second. You, hold on, hold on, hold on. Sorry. <laughs> that was good. Sorry. Rick, you, that you, was a good one. I needed that. You notice how Don Lemon laughs like a woman? He's like, that was bizarre. His mascara. That, yeah, <laughs> he, he didn't want his eyelashes to fall off. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he, he didn't want to pull a Justin Trudeau and laugh his eyebrow off. I mean, uh, it's funny to me that they talk about us finding lines on the map. You know, they've never cared about the southern border just south of us. And uh, I, I, you know, it's amazing. We've been talking about borders and lines on the map for all of Donald Trump's presidency and even his campaign. And it's funny how these guys kind of come at folks. And it really is. a. It's just they just saved the Donald Trump campaign for 2020 a lot of money in putting together sound bites and clips. And I think the Trump campaign's already come out with a pretty solid commercial using their words and nothing else. So come 2020, it doesn't matter what happens. Once we get through this sham of an impeachment trial, I think it's gonna be a pure curb stomping on November 3rd, simply because of guys like this. Now, I sent a message to our buddies over at Blaze TV and I said, you know, we've got that whole uh, shop and, and stuff where people can buy merch. I said, we need a shirt that says, uh, boomer rubes, and we need to want, need one that says, uh, "Y'all elitists are dumb." <laughs> we gotta have those T-shirts, John Miller. Yeah. Uh, I, I, we know we need to get those. We need to get yeah. those uh, boomer rubes. I mean, well, you want to talk about a boomer rube? I don't remember his name. Rick Wilson, Richard Wilson, whatever it is. He's a failed political operative, and he's the epitome of a boomer rube. So, I mean, I think shirts <laughs> would be great for that. You want to talk about lines. You want to talk about them lines. I mean, they don't seem to know where those lines are because those very same lines that they're making fun of middle America for not knowing are exactly what failed them the election in 2016. And it's exactly... Yeah. 
exactly yeah. was going to fail them the election. Do you guys know where the lines of Wisconsin are? Because yeah. that might be helpful for you guys to figure out where that is instead of worrying about where Ukraine is. Maybe worry about the lines where the states that you lost are. That, that to me is just so indicative of how they still, after all these years, have not learned their lesson. And I... Yeah, uh, I- Hundred percent. I know how to get to Pennsylvania and Wisconsin. Apparently, Hillary Clinton didn't know how. <laughs> that's, those are the kind of lines that matter. Yeah, and, and I've never. I, I don't know who the guy on the left was, and uh, and so I. He is apparently he worked for Al Jazeera. So I called him on Twitter. I said, you know, and 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 some Muslim American, which he is, uh, that I've never heard of. Uh, was 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 mocking your average American, and he uh, didn't exactly like that. But he changed his name on Twitter to some uh, to Wajahat, some Muslim I've never heard of Ali. So I feel very honored that I uh, inspired his new Twitter name. That's excellent. I was just calling him Asshat Ali. I can't pronounce the first <laughs> name, but hey, you know what do I know? I'm just a boomer rube that can't find, you know, lines on a map or know about that reading and writing stuff. <laughs> so, the other big thing in the news was uh, was this Kobe Bryant, and it's very sad. Kobe Bryant died in a helicopter crash. I think it's even sadder that his innocent 13-year-old daughter passed away. But you had this very peculiar moment on MSNBC where this anchor was trying to relay the story to her viewers and she slipped and said the N-word. Let's watch. Just the kind of athlete, the kind of star that was perfectly cast on the Los Angeles Lakers. Los Angeles Lakers. <laughs> I mean, what did you did? Did you hear what she said? Oh, yeah, I heard something. I hear it. And- and it doesn't matter how much you slow it down, she still says the exact same thing. Now, Ty, can you imagine if a white guy like me wearing a cowboy hat deep in the heart of Texas had made that quote-unquote slip and said that, and I wasn't on MSNBC, and I wasn't female, and I wasn't woke, and I get on all the accusations that I get. Can you imagine the outrage, the outrage that would be there if somebody like me had slipped like that. You'd be, be on the streets begging for food. <laughs> You'd be in your car eating dog food out of the can. <laughs> I mean, that it would never you know, fly. And she, she tried to correct it. She tried to correct it. Oh, and yeah. She said she got Knicks and Lakers mixed up. The problem is there's no G in Lakers or Knicks. So I don't know how you confuse those two. Do, do we have her tweet? I think we have her, her explanation. She said earlier today, while reporting on the tragic news of Kobe Bryant's passing, I unfortunately stuttered on air, combining the names of the Knicks and the Lakers to say Nakers. Now, we have the clip. I took it and I isolated it and I repeated it to see if she said Nakers. Let's listen to that to see if Nakers is what you're hearing. Nakers, 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 Nakers. <laughs> <laughs> is that Nakers? Nakers? Is that what you heard? <laughs> no, it's not. It's like a live action episode of South Park right here, man. It's like, okay, I, I'm ready to solve the puzzle. I know I shouldn't say it. <laughs> oh, she said it. Oh, she said it. She said it loud and clear, and she has a job. And what drives me nuts, what drives me nuts is all of these people on our side. I mean, there's people, there's conservatives saying, oh, well, you know what she meant. You know that she didn't mean to actually say the N-word. I don't really care. She said it. And once the N-word flies out of your mouth, 
on live television, you're going to have to take it. The Internet's going to do what it's going to do. You can't just ignore it. You think they'd give us it? No, we've talked about this. They're not going to give us the same courtesy. They wouldn't give me the same courtesy. I have an N-word card. I'm allowed to say it. And (laughs) even I wouldn't get that kind of courtesy. Well, again, I go back to the original point. Imagine this, this guy right here saying that, (laughs) slipping up and saying that. It's ridiculous. But you know what, John? And let me make a point on that because you take that example and you go back to Don Lemon. Don Lemon who comes out and he makes an excuse. He explains away how he was laughing at the joke. And she comes out and she just explains away how she slipped up on the word or she combined two and and never said that. It's amazing to me how they're allowed to make these mistakes and then they lecture us as to why would we think that they're guilty of anything. It's absolutely ridiculous. That's like me, you know, Don Lemon says, let me clear something up. That's like me coming to my wife and saying, hey, let me clear something up. I didn't mean to cheat on you. It was a physiological thing. I didn't intend to have any sex. I didn't enjoy it. I wasn't planning on enjoying it. Just so you understand, it was purely physiological. And now be okay with it. Yeah, I, 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 I don't enjoy cheating. I don't enjoy having sex with other women. I don't. I didn't realize it was happening. And I just want you to know that because that's not the kind of person I am, even though I yeah. did it. Chad, where can people find you and where can they find your content? Well, of course, they can go to watchchad.com, which is has everything on there, which includes the Chad Prather Show, which is offered through Blaze TV. They can get it at blazetv.com, as well as wherever podcasts are offered. We appreciate people subscribing and listening. Thank you, Chad. We appreciate it. And remember, the White House Brief is also available as a podcast. Thanks for watching, everyone, and we will see you next time. Hey guys, thank you for listening to the White House Brief Podcast. If you haven't already, remember to subscribe to the podcast. Please rate it, and if you feel like doing it, please leave a review. It really helps us out. Thanks for listening. We'll catch you next time.